Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the Hard Way to Enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. Laist Studios. Today on the L.A. Report, LAPD Chief Michael Moore says he will retire at the end of February, ending a 40-year career at the LAPD. When he was L.A. County Sheriff, Alex Villanueva repeatedly pushed back against the Civilian Oversight Commission's efforts to investigate reports about deputy gangs. Well, today, as the ex-sheriff, he testified under oath before that commission about deputy gangs. And sorry to say, but the first post-holiday look at trends shows winter virus activity remaining high across L.A. County. So keep that face mask handy just in case. It's Friday, January 12th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. State 89.3. LAPD Chief Michael Moore today announced he will retire from the police department at the end of February. Moore was appointed chief in 2018. He's been with the LAPD for 40 years. One of his key assignments was assuming command at the Rampart area following the arrest of disgraced officer Rafael Perez, a scandal that forced changes at the LAPD. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass says Chief Moore will remain with the city after his retirement to help with the LAPD's transition to a new chief. Former L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva testified today before the civilian commission that serves as the watchdog over the sheriff's department. The subject was deputy gangs, and it was the first time Villanueva has agreed to testify about that under oath. More about the Civilian Oversight Commission hearing from L.A.ist reporter McKenna Sievertson. The testimony was heated and combative on both sides. Villanueva has long maintained that there are no deputy gangs, but he testified that subgroups have always existed in the sheriff's department. When asked about deputy gang tattoos for the executioners and the banditos, Villanueva said that didn't matter to him unless they were involved in misconduct. He also called other sheriff officials liars and said that the L.A. County Board of Supervisors is corrupt. Even after four hours of questioning, the commission wasn't done with Villanueva. They asked him to testify about deputy gangs again, and after some pressing, he said he'd consider coming back in March. For LAist 89.3, I'm McKenna Siebertson. One more note to McKenna's story. Villanueva, who battled repeatedly with county supervisors as sheriff, is now running against 4th District Supervisor Janice Hahn in the March primary. A former L.A. County Sheriff's deputy today pleaded no contest to felony charges linked to the fatal shooting of a driver in Willowbrook. 39-year-old Andrew Lyons has been charged, had been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors dropped that and charged him instead with assault. 
He will serve 30 days in jail and two years on probation. That shooting happened in 2019. This month marks one year since a man with a gun shot up a dance studio in Monterey Park. Eleven people died. It was the deadliest shooting ever in L.A. County. LAist reporter Josie Wong says memorial events are planned for next week. Remembrance events are being held over the next week. They include a health resource event taking place Saturday afternoon at the Lilai Ballroom and Studio in Alhambra. The Lilai is the second location the gunman tried to attack after killing 11 people in Monterey Park at another ballroom dance studio. One of Lilai's employees was able to wrestle the gun away from the attacker. Saturday's fair at Lilai will focus on community healing. Mental health clinicians will be on hand, as well as dance instructors who will give lessons and lead a dance party. The week will culminate in a candlelight vigil outside Monterey Park City Hall on Sunday the 21st, the day of last year's shooting. For LAist 89.3, I'm Josie Huang. Coming up, it's now easier for Angelinos to report hate incidents thanks to an online link. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or The Hard Way to Enlightenment by Conrad Wolf and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Bunuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on consecutive Fridays, now through May 31st. More information at nortonsimon.org. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. It's now a lot easier for Angelinos to report hate incidents. Ballet reporter Yusra Farzan says there's now a place to do it online. Hate speech or hand signals are gestures targeting someone for their race, gender, ethnicity, religion, or sexual orientation can be reported online via the Community Online Reporting Service portal. Before the addition of the new crime category to the LAPD site, Uniform officers and a supervisor were dispatched to hit incident calls, but this would take time. Now victims can submit a report online saving the department resources. However, victims of hate crimes, incidents which result in bodily injury or property damage, should still call 911 for a patrol unit dispatch. For LA's 89.3, I'm Yusra Farzan. The March primary ballot will include candidates for seats in the U.S. Senate and the House, plus seats in the state legislature. Now, you're probably familiar with those candidates, but maybe not the candidates for judge. Former U.S. Attorney Robert Bonner used to be a federal judge. He says pay attention to those county judge races. That's one of the most important judicial jobs, frankly, not just in the county, but in the country. These judges are making potentially the most important decisions in the lives of people that are in front of them. Tomorrow morning at 10, Bonner will moderate a forum with many of the candidates who want to be an L.A. County Superior Court judge. It's at the Whittier Community Center, and it is free to attend. Details at LAist.com. Also, watch for the LAist voter game plan. It'll be out in February, and it'll have information about the judges' races and all the important offices on the March ballot. 
Well, the first post-holiday look at trends shows winter virus activity remaining high across L.A. County. So say local health officials. Details from L.A. senior health reporter Jackie Fortier. Both influenza and COVID-19 are sending more Californians to the hospital. Last week, more than 800 Angelinos on average every day were hospitalized with COVID, and flu activity is very high in California. Testing wastewater for coronavirus is the best metric we have to estimate how much virus is circulating. The level of coronavirus in L.A. County's wastewater has risen quickly to 60 percent of last winter's peak. The new highly contagious JN1 coronavirus subvariant is blamed. It now makes up the majority of LA County's COVID cases. For LAist 89.3, I'm Jackie Fortier. Thanks for listening to the LA Report by Nick Roman. Be sure to listen this weekend when Julia Paskin brings you the LA Report. The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiea. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse, our director of content development. Our engineer today, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. We have more about today's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the L.A. Report possible. We say this all the time, but put it to good use. Donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Hi, I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, and we are back for another round. This is clearly an NPR audience. (laughs) I think they're so smart. What the hell? My guests this time are actor Vela Lavelle and author Amanda Montel, whose new book, The Age of Magical Overthinking, is out now. Join us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum for book talk, trivia, and hot takes. Tickets can be found at laist.com slash events.